For Goodness Sake, A Christmas Adventure is a production of the Tea Experience. This adventure contains themes of horror, instances of danger, and depictions of gore. Recommended for audiences 12 plus. Parental discretion is advised. From the Tea Experience, you're listening to For Goodness Sake, A Christmas Adventure. Our Christmas story begins, as many do, at the North Pole. We see an elf flying solo through the night sky on Santa's backup sleigh. The elf's fingers are a blur as he transmits information from the onboard computer. He cackles with joy as he flies off into the distance. That's right, Todd. Last night, Santa's naughty and nice list was leaked worldwide and has sent the cybersecurity community into overdrive. The list is believed to be a massive data dump and is said to contain the personal information of every person on it. Authorities are calling this one of the worst hacking events in world history, and experts are still trying to determine its point of origin. You believe me now, Izzy? So what, JJ? It's just some stupid data dump. Who cares? Everyone knows that Santa doesn't exist anyway. Actually, according to my calculations, he does, in fact, exist. For the last year, I've been working on an algorithm to track his most probable point of origin, taking dimensional folding and space-time mechanics into account, and I've made some great progress. Would you guys just shut up already? You're screwing me up. How the hell can I focus on my game when you keep droning on and on about Santa? And somebody put a muzzle on Theo? It's too early to talk about his conspiracy theories about Christmas. Just because you think Christmas is a consumer holiday doesn't mean that I share your limited adult-pated worldviews, Hugh. <sighs> Whatever, man. Just shut up with the $5 words already. I'm trying to concentrate. Look, I know this sounds like just another hacker having some Christmas fun, but I think it's real. People have been reposting the list faster than authorities can take it down. And thanks to my super mega ultra techno wizardry, I just got us a copy. And by techno wizardry, do you mean that you just googled it and clicked on the first link you saw? Yeah. How very typical of you. But I do admire your gumption, so let's take a look at that and see what's what. <laughs> this encryption level is so 1990s. And I'm in. Wait, seriously? Did you really just break the encryption on that file? The news said people have been trying for over three hours to figure it out. Three hours and they still couldn't do it? <laughs> Amateurs. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Superhacker. What's it say? What's it say? Oh, this is not good. There must be some kind of a mistake. Just spit it out. It appears that we occupy four of the top ten entries on the naughty side. Huh? What? That's gotta be some kind of mistake. I mean, you guys I can understand, but me? I'm damn near perfect. Uh, let's see. Pulling up all files on JJ Repper. Overwhelming superiority complex, delusions of grandeur, narcissistic, megalomaniac, egomaniac. It goes on for a while. I think they used a thesaurus for your entry. <laughs> but you definitely belong here, JJ. Oh my, you are a monster. What? What's it say? It says that not only did you steal candy from a baby, you also attempted to flirt with a mother. I mean, 
Have you seen these guns? Uh-huh. You attempted to flirt with the mother after she saw you take her child's candy and while the baby was crying. Wow, that's a real jerk move, JJ. What? I read somewhere that when hot moms get defensive of their kids, they get emotionally charged and are susceptible to flirtations. Or did I make that up? Anyway, sure, I'm not perfect, but I bet you guys are right there with me. What's it say about Izzy, Theo? Let's see. Izzy the Hatchet Borden. What? Who calls me that? Santa, apparently. <clears throat> Izzy the Hatchet Borden, reigning champion of the Magnifying Ant Fry Cookout, also owner and coordinator of said Ant Fry. Izzy also has a tendency to imagine the most grisly of outcomes for any given situation. Really? Huh? Oh, I wasn't just tuning you out and having grisly thoughts about how we can hunt Santa down and carve him up and scatter his entrails about like fleshy tinsel. Jesus, that's pretty extreme. No wonder you're on the list. Oh, yeah? Well, if you're such a goody two-shoes, then what does it say about you, huh? Let me guess. Hugh Holmes is an honest and straight-to-the-point kind of guy, and he gets decent grades and applies himself to his studies. The only real negative I have on my record is that I'm a toxic individual online, and I may or may not have been responsible for the Tide Pod Challenge and most other stupid online challenges. He's not wrong, you know. It does actually say most of those things. Wow. You deserve to be on the list, Hugh. Holy crap! I mean, that was you who started all of that! Yeah, yeah, whatever. What's that saying about people in houses? People who live in glass houses shouldn't run their mouths. Because that's how naked pictures of them get released online. What? what? Anyway, since we're digging up dirt, what about you, Theo? Yoink! Hey, 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 hey! Be careful with my laptop! Allow me. Theodore Theo Bundy, serial extortionist. Theo uses his knowledge of cyber systems to stalk and extort his victims. Our surveillance indicates he is working on an algorithm to locate the workshop. Intentions unknown. Highly dangerous. Personal note, exaggerate flat earth claims so that he doesn't begin to suspect? Interesting, but I wonder what he means by that. I've already taken into account the fourth and fifth dimensions in my algorithmic approach, but what if the earth was flat? Seriously, dude? You stalk and extort people online, Santa just said you're a clear and present danger, and that's all you can say. Yeah, oh, yeah, extortion. That's what I call a Wednesday. Ha! I knew you guys did some shady things, too. Guess there's a reason why we all hang out. Well, I am not happy with this list. It's got everything bad we've ever done. And I, for one, will not stand for my pristine record being publicly admonished. <gasps> if the rest of the world... Learns how to break the encryption? What will my fans say? 
That won't be a problem. Why? What did you just do? While you were all prattling on, I created a worm and sent it out to find every known instance of the list and erase it. You're a real snake, you know that. Why? What do you mean? He means that little buddy of yours is going to erase every copy except for yours. Right? Naturally. I am the king of extortion, after all, and this list will come in handy should I decide to act upon my fantasy of global domination. It does also contain a full breakdown of what got people on the naughty list in the first place. Man, this guy is scary. He makes frying ants seem like a trash to your pastime. Yes, well, the good news is this. If Santa houses his list on a server that's connected to the web, then my worm will eventually find it and destroy it, at which point we'll all be in the clear. Yeah, but what if he's smarter than that? Then we will just have to try our best to improve his people and change our positions on the list. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick and tired of always getting coal for Christmas. Present opening videos are all the rage on socials, and I can't participate with Cole. Nobody cares, JJ. You're only worried now because the list makes you look bad and you're trying to grow your social media presence. Hmm. Cole. It always burns nice and hot. I wonder what Santa would smell like if we cooked him. What? Did I say that out loud? Uh... Yes, you did. Anyway, I believe that JJ may have a valid point. Now that we know what our offenses are, it would be quite easy to turn them around and get on Santa's nice list. Listen, man, I only worry about me. Why in the hell would I care about doing nice things for people I don't know? What's the point? If I want some stupid cheap presents, then I'll just go steal them or go shopping at a dollar store. Damn it, Hugh! Think of the children, man! We can't let our images get soured and diminish our reputation with our fans! The world needs us! Now! More than ever! Is this guy having another episode? Indubitably. Any chance he's going to shut up and just move on with his life? Not likely. You think he still has those records that tie me to all the horrible challenges I've started online? In That's not how you say that word, JJ. I've also been recording this entire conversation on my pen recorder. What, are you like five? Do they still make those things? Nope. They stopped years ago. But I've still got mine. Anyway, if you don't want all your laundry being aired, then you'll all attempt to become better people. For posterity. For science. For love! I hope you do realize that blackmailing us into being better people is a really shady thing to do and will probably only move you up on that list. And if you think you're going to record our journey into niceness and profit off it, you got another thing coming. Well, you know what they say. Go big or go home. Now let's get out there and try to turn our lives around. Yeah!
Our story continues as they often do, following a montage of the friends as they attempt to become better people. JJ becomes a loving, caring individual who thinks only of others. Izzy uses her creativity to write a book for children. Hugh starts a club which focuses on raising awareness about the dangers presented by online challenges. Theo uses his gifts for good and utilizes information from the list to bring down several corrupt politicians. Wait, guys, hold up. Really? Is this the final script? You're gonna tell me that all these nasty pieces of work actually pulled it off? Where's the drama? Where's the action? Where's the truth? You know what? Screw that. It's time for a new direction. Don't worry. There's nothing wrong with your device. Do not attempt to close your browser. I am in control of the transmission. For the duration of this show, I will control what you hear and experience. It's been a year, and we've all been super productive. Let's recap a bit, shall we? Izzy, what was your biggest improvement this year? I stopped internalizing my violence and began to manifest my true potential as I brought my own special brand of love and justice to the world. What? what? I mean, I've been using my creativity for better things. Like writing. I've been writing stories in my free time and distributing them to local libraries. <laughs> Are you talking about the bloody birdbath of terror series the news keeps talking about? You've heard of my work? If by work, you mean the <clears throat> grisly murder picture books someone has been leaving in the children's section of the local libraries, then yes, I've heard of your work. In a book, then they don't have to practice it in real life, you know? It's it's for the people. It's like community service, right? That was you? That most certainly cost you some points with the jolly fat man. What about you, Hugh? I've done my part, man. I stopped posting new death challenges every week and started only doing it once a month. And some of them are actually survivable. How very reserved of you. Theo? I've used my prowess, experience, the list, and some contacts to destabilize several third world countries as the first steps on my 100 Steps to Global Domination initiative. Right. Because that sounds like a nice thing to do. Were they at least bad third world countries? Sure. Let's go with that. Excellent. As for me, I've been doing my best to think of how I can use my awesomeness to totally help other people appreciate my awesomeness. We totally got this in the bag. Now we just gotta wait for Christmas next week to see the fruits of our labor. I don't understand, guys. We were better people this year. We all really made the effort and tried. So why? Why did we get more coal this year than last year? 
No, I, I don't understand. Have you ever stopped to maybe consider your motives? Sweet loot? And an adoring public? And that's your problem right there. You're not doing it for the right reasons. You're not doing it because you care about everyone. You only care about yourself. And... Uh... You don't think there's anything wrong with that? No? And that's why you got more coal. Tell me, did you actually help anybody this year, or did you just create wild plans that you didn't act on? Can't we say both? Yeah, 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 both, both. And that's why you weren't successful. Okay, but it's not like you fared any better. That's because I know who I am. I'm not the one that wanted to make the effort. Did you forget that you were the one blackmailing us all year? Are you really surprised things turned out this way? Hugh has a point. If this had been a conscious effort by us all, it might have been different. However, given that it was not a genuine effort, failure was all but assured. Damn it. I really thought blackmail was going to work this time. So now what do we do? It's quite easy. Predicting this imminent failure, I've arranged for transportation to the North Pole. Using notes from the list, I was able to improve my algorithm and locate Santa's workshop. So what's the plan? We just show up and introduce ourselves? And then beat Santa down? Isn't that a bit extreme? Yeah, I mean, I want some swag. Not to be blacklisted from gifts my entire life. The plan is actually quite simple. We get to the North Pole. We locate the workshop. We sneak in. Find the central server room. Upload a virus that will rewrite the list to keep us in the top 10 of the nice column forever. And then we can do whatever we want without fear of retribution from Santa. Yeah, that sounds real simple. And how are we going to afford this transportation you've arranged? Someday, Izzy, you'll look up the meaning of the word extortion. I've made all of the necessary arrangements. Your parents have been notified that we want a school raffle for a week's vacation to an educational learning resort to prevent learning loss. I've also taken the liberty of getting passports issued for all of you. Sweet! Wait, don't those require pictures of us? How'd you pull that off? <laughs> Deep fakes. I'm starting to see why Santa lists you as a threat. When do we leave? Conveniently, right now. Ah, the North Pole. So fascinating. So wonderful. Here, we see Santa's village, teeming with life. Home to the elves of the world. They've been called many things. Goblins, demons, monsters, cryptids, and vampires, to name a few. Some members of this species are bloodthirsty, homicidal maniacs. It was for this reason that Santa created the workshop and domesticated them in an effort to keep the world safe. But their bloody nature could not be contained. So each year, on the day after Christmas, the elves of the workshop are sealed inside and begin the week off. A no-holds-barred murder fest in which Santa turns a blind eye as the elves exercise their inner demons. This is not a drill. This is the beginning of the week off. 
for the next 168 hours, the workshop will be sealed off. No communications will be allowed in or out. Elves attempting to enter or exit the premises will be executed. For the next week, all crimes, including murder, including murder, will be legal within the confines of the workshop. Santa thanks you for your participation. For goodness sake, A Christmas Adventure was written by Luke Trusty, edited by Morgan Elgarden and Amy Martin, and is a production of The Tea Experience. This episode was directed by Luke Trusty and Morgan Elgarden. Audio engineering by Luke Trusty, sound design by Morgan Elgarden, and original music by Luke Trusty. It featured Luke Trusty as Theo and the reporter, Morgan Elgarden as JJ and the announcer, Chris Kang as Hugh, Amy Martin as Izzy, with Andrew Morrison as the narrator. Original artwork by Luke Trusty. Background art by Midjourney. For goodness sake, A Christmas Adventure is executive produced by Luke Trusty. All rights reserved. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Join us again next week as the gang heads to the North Pole to confront Santa. Thank you for listening.